welcome to episode 24 of the Press Forward podcast. I'm Nathan Wrigley, and I'd like to thank you for joining us again. And if this is your first time, I hope that you find it useful. If you want to make listening to this podcast a regular thing, you can subscribe to us on your favourite podcast player. And this can be done by going to wpnop.org forward slash podcast dash feed. Today, we're going to be talking to Sujay Pawar about how he scaled his plug-in and theme business. But before that, a little bit of housekeeping. The Press Forward podcast is created by WPNOP. We're a non-profit working in the WordPress space to help you, your colleagues, anyone in fact. The work is just beginning, and today I want to ask you for your help. We're running a new campaign called Hashtag Never Give Up. You see, the services that WPNOP provides are incredibly valuable. They help and support many people, but they come at a cost. We know that our community needs the support that we provide because it's being requested frequently. But these services, as I say, come at a cost. It cannot be done for free. Thanks to the likes of Green Geeks and WPMU Dev, we've been able to get to where we are now. But if WPNOP is to continue offering support, we need more financial help. You can head to wpnop.org forward slash NGU, which is short for Never Give Up, to find out more about exactly what an organisation like WPNOP costs to maintain. From there, you might like to head over to wpnop.org forward slash donate and donate something yourself. It doesn't need to be a lot. Just a few dollars will help us provide phone support or keep our online support community open. So please help us so that we can continue to support the WordPress community. Those URLs again? wpnop.org forward slash ngu, short for never give up, and wpnop.org forward slash donate. Thank you. The Press Forward podcast is brought to you today by Green Geeks. Green Geeks offers an awesome managed web hosting platform that's built for speed, security and scalability, whilst being environmentally friendly. Enjoy a better web hosting experience for your WordPress website, backed by 24-7 expert support. And we do thank Green Geeks for helping us to put on the Press Forward podcast. Today we hear from Sujay Pawar. He's a WordPress business owner based in India. You might well have heard of some of his company's products, because Brainstorm Force are the folks behind the Astra theme, and Schema Pro, Ultimate add-ons for Elementor, and many more. We have a wide-ranging chat covering subjects such as how he got started with WordPress, and how he managed to grow his company, and keep his team happy at the same time. As I say, Sujay lives in India, and the conversation also covers how businesses in India do things slightly differently from other parts of the world, and this, for me, was really fascinating. 
but let's start by asking Sujay to introduce himself. Hi, my name is Sujay. I am a co-founder of Brainstorm Force. We develop WordPress products. Astra is a uh, recently popular products that we developed and launched. Other products of ours include Ultimate Add-ons for various page builders, Convert Pro, Schema Pro, Card Flows. We are a distributed team. Most of our team is in India, but we have few team members who are distributed all across the world. Uh, we are about 40 to 50 people company, and we have been in the business for about 10 years. I wanted to know about the journey that Sujay had been on over the past decade or so. I'm sure that many of you have started your own business or perhaps worked in a startup, and there can be many struggles along the way. Some businesses fail, others keep grinding it out until they start to become profitable, whilst a few meet their goals very quickly. Well, I started this business when I was in the college. I was in the first year of the college. I just wanted to do a college project for my third year and I was thinking that I would do something different from my friends. So I thought I would make a website and I would uh, maybe uh, do some experiments with the SEO, uh, rank it in the Google, which SEO was a booming industry back then. And I was learning about it through Google and other places. So I thought that would make a great college project. I would rank a website. So that's how my journey started. I learned a bit of web design. We had no web design in our college syllabus or something like that. So I started with Joomla. I was trying to hand code when I figured or I found that there are frameworks or uh, CMSs. So I stumbled upon Joomla. I tried to develop a website. I tried to rank it. So that's how I got started. And in the process, I learned about freelance websites. So all this was fun. I was introduced to freelancing just while I was having fun. I started taking small projects like I will make a web, like you see Fiverr gigs these days. So I will make a website for 50 bucks or something like that. And those were really massive, massive, massive projects, which would take like a couple of months or so. But I was uh, having a lot of fun. So I knew I never really wanted to get in the business. All this was accident. I got serious in the business when I found my co-founder of Brainstorm Force, who was trying to set up a business. And here I was just having fun freelancing. He was from a business family, so he knew a bit of business, how to hire people, how to structure business and stuff like that. And I was freelancing here, so I got introduced to him. I started going to his office for the free internet because internet was very, very expensive in back those days uh, in India. Started helping him in his business and eventually he hired me as his partner. So that's how I got started. So obviously... This is a podcast which is concerned with the WordPress community. And so I wanted to know from Sujay how he had found WordPress. We were not a web design company. We were not Joomla experts. Joomla was just uh, something that we found and we developed few websites with Joomla. But our main business was uh, online, helping people with their online marketing, like SEO and all that stuff. A lot of customers who wanted their websites optimized most of our customers who had a website were already using WordPress. So that's how we got introduced to WordPress. We had to do a lot of changes in their websites. So we learned WordPress, its code, its file structure and everything. So yeah, that's how we got introduced to WordPress. So Brainstorm Force is now a fairly large business with many employees. If you're an agency owner, you may have experienced growth like this. 
but I'd suggest it's not the norm. Growing to this size takes a mixture of skills and determination, and so I asked Sujay to describe the journey to me. I was in a freelancing for a bit of time when I joined this company. So we had a little bit of workflow when we got into the real business. I had a little bit of reputation. I had some referrals. So that helped. But that wasn't sufficient at all to grow the business. So I remember in my first year, I was trying to visit different businesses, going doors to doors and asking if they would like a website, if they would like to promote their website. I remember calling a lot of people just here in India locally to hotels, to some colleges, to some educational institutes, trying to uh, get some business. So I remember those days. So we're going back more than a decade. I'm based in the UK, and I think it's fair to say that almost all businesses by this point had decided that having a website was something that they needed to have. It was just a case of which platform and in what style. Perhaps this was the case in India too. Converting those people wasn't easy at all for us because we had no business experience. My co-founder, as well as myself, we started this right out of the college. It was 2009, and if you remember, it was global recession, and there were no jobs at, at that time. So instead of going for jobs, we decided that let's do our own thing. We will start our own company, and we'll hustle. We'll figure it out. So we had no sales experience, we had no processes, everything was like, you know, uh, as we uh, figured it out. So it was not easy to convert the people. So when we started Brainstorm, we never wanted to do work for ourselves. I was doing work for myself when I was freelancing. So the reason we started this company was to structure our business and grow the business. So hiring people and taking more work and setting up processes was always part of the plan. Yeah, I mean, even before we had a lot of work, we were into hiring, we were interviewing people, we were trying to learn the recruitment, we were trying to uh, hire our friends who were looking for jobs. That was always a part of the plan. Balancing that, like hiring people and getting enough clients was a bit of difficult, but it was a plan and we always knew that we would scale this business. Brainstorm Force is known to me at least, not as a website building agency, but as a company that creates and sells plugins and themes. No doubt you've heard of many of their products. Sujay hasn't mentioned that part of the business yet, and so I wondered if building plugins was a conscious business decision, or perhaps it was more of an accident. It was absolutely accident. So we were in SEO business. Google had recently come up with, back in 2012, Google came up with something called read snippets and schema markup. And there were no plugins or solutions out there which could easily help people to implement the schema in their websites. We wanted to implement schema and schema markup on our customer's website. We found no solution. So we developed that plugin. We launched it for free on the WordPress repository. It got really popular. It, it got mentions from many big publications, many blogs, and that gave us a bit of confidence. It grew by itself and since we came from the little bit of marketing background where we could do SEO and all that stuff, we were able to grow that as well. We created pages on our website, we created a lot of guides for people to help them understand how to implement schema markup and all that. And uh, I being from a like, you know, little bit of business perspective, 
i knew how to scale the plugin how to help people how to get followers and stuff like that so that helped a bit as well it wasn't just like we launched a plugin and then it grew by itself there was a bit of work before it got i mean popular and before we could continue with our wordpress products journey this first plugin of ours we gave it away on wordpress repository and it got popular so we got huge confidence that we can launch a plugin and we can make it successful so the second plugin that we developed which was an accident once again it wasn't a plan we have a very popular plugin called ultimate addons for visual composer it was a very popular plugin in those days it was the only page builder and it was popular so our a lot of our clients were using it but it was very limiting it did not have many features so we found that we could extend the plugin we wrote little bit of code and uh, try to like you know send the code to the author of that plugin saying hey uh, here is the code you can add some more features that we have developed for you if you would like we would be happy to send you the code so that was the story but he was kind enough he said why don't you just launch it as a add on for visual composer instead of just giving it away for me so that's our first commercial product came we launched it on the envato marketplace on code canyon and again since there was already an audience a lot of people were already using visual composer they needed something like that and uh, the author of visual composer promoted it uh, it got again uh, very popular on the envato marketplace in the first week itself it sold more than 150 copies and then yeah so that's how we got into commercial product business so sujay did not intend for this plugin to be a commercial success but it was it gave him and his team valuable experience of creating and successfully selling a product it also allowed them to grow the team and transition it from a services business into a products business so we already had a very successful agency business we were developing stuff for our clients like wordpress websites helping them with the marketing and uh, those kind of services so we already had a staff so we decided me and my partner decided that he will take care of our services business and i will explore the products area so i scaled team a bit for support for developing future features in the plugin and that's how we slowly slowly transitioned into product business so now we are about 5% services and 95% products business with a growing team there's an obvious need to hire more staff I was interested to know if the brainstorm force team try to hire the best talent from all over the world or if they look closer to home. So it depends on the profile for support we are trying to cover all time zones so we are hiring globally for support profiles for developers we are trying to just hire locally because that's our culture is most of our development team is in India so when we hire locally it's easier to communicate. for designers it's not very easy to find good designers in india so again we are trying to hire from other parts of the world it depends on the skill and department where the person would join hiring is still something we struggle with there is no fixed or there is no like you know a formula that we apply and we hire people so about this 50 people about 12 to 13 people are with us for more than 5 years and uh, rest of the people they i mean join us some people live in a year some people live in two years some people live in three years for other prospects but something that we still struggle with with hiring what i have learned is you just got to give someone a try cannot just by interviewing him you cannot think that he is the perfect one so i remember some of our team members who are really core part of our team 
I wasn't impressed at all with them when I interviewed them, but I gave them a chance and they turned out to be much better ones than the other ones, which I thought are really great hires who joined us. And then they turned up like, you know, something different than I thought. So you got to give a try. You got to live live for mistakes. That is the part with hiring. So although some of the team are distributed all over the world, many of them live in India. So I wanted to know more about this. What kind of office setup does the company have? We have our office in Pune, which is uh, in the western part of India. Uh, moving is not common in India, like in Western world. So uh, most of the people in India, like they die where they were born. So for me, I uh, grew up in a very uh, nearby area. I came to Pune for my higher studies and I decided to settle my business here. And thankfully, Pune is uh, Pune is called like Silicon Valley of India. So uh, that was an accident. But thankfully, uh, we are in Pune and we got into the IT business. And IT talent is very common to find in Pune in my area. Wherever I seem to look online these days, I see people from India creating new and interesting things. It feels like the country is undergoing a real upswing in the amount of people who are employed in tech. This could simply be my impression. Perhaps Sujay can explain. India is thriving, especially in the information technology. We are very, I mean, Indians are in general very good with mathematics. They say zero was invented by India. So I have heard that. I'm not sure if uh, it's true, but uh, they say I have heard that a lot of times. So Indians in general are very good with mathematics. You can find really, really good programmers in India. Our education system is uh, pretty solid. In general, you find really good developers, especially developers in India. Being a global company means that you have to compete on a global stage. If you create something that gathers interest and customers, you can be sure that other, similar products will come into existence quite soon. So, do Brainstorm Force concentrate upon their existing products, or are they always on the lookout for the next big thing? Global competition is something that really affects all WordPress products. When you consider services, Like there could be many jobs and there could be many freelancers. Everyone can stay happy. Uh, The same case is with the products. Like people usually try to go with the best products which are proven, which are already used by other people. So global competition is something that most product, especially in the WordPress space, uh, worry about. After global competition, GPL comes into the part as well uh, where we don't really own the code. We only own our community and our audience. So global competition is sometimes stressful, but the only way to keep ahead of it is with keeping ahead of the curve, staying cutting edge, building connection with your audience. We try not to develop many different products. So how we structure our company is each product has its own team, its own thinking mind, its own product lead. And I try to mentor the team lead and the uh, other part of the team. Each team lead has his own freedom to think creatively how we can improve the product further. They get my help to improve the product further in deciding the directions. That's how we structure it. We do not launch a new product unless we see how we are going to scale it, how we are going to support it. We kind of operate like a corporation where there are multiple projects running parallelly and there are team leads and there are proper structures to take care of those projects. Sujay has painted a very positive picture of the growth of his company. 
but we all know that a business rarely grows without some ups and downs along the way. I wanted to know more about this side of Sujay's experiences. Has it always been plain sailing, or have there been times of difficulty and anxiety? Anxiety is a part of entrepreneurship, I think. Uh, most of the entrepreneurs, freelancers uh, get anxious or like uncomfortable with many things. There are many things to take care of. especially if you're a freelancer you got to deal with almost all parts of the business starting from design to coding to testing to communicating to accounting and there are many different parts so i try to allocate responsibilities of our business to uh, different people so for example my co-founder is kind of our cfo where he takes care of all financial things i have other people who take care of certain things so we have a cto we have like other people uh, who are taking up care of different responsibilities so that's how i try to divide the stress that was on me to other people and i would recommend the same to other people as well have a co-founder have really good teammates who will share your success as well as your burdens so in many parts of the world people are just beginning to open up about mental health it's starting to receive the kind of attention that it deserves i was curious about whether or not the same was happening in india are people becoming more willing to talk about their own mental health it is absolutely difficult it is absolutely difficult i mean no one talks about mental health at all in india part of that is because i believe india is a very social country where uh, we are very well connected to other family members we stay with our families so it is not very common to find someone who is struggling with mental health because there is always someone in family and your friends to talk with but there are many chances that you still like you know struggle with few things that you cannot talk with others and uh, since it's not common that kind of stuff people don't really talk about it i still don't see any change people still don't talk about it yet they just go on with it which is pretty shameful when i was growing up it was my desire and the desire of many of my peers to move away from our families to spread my wings if you like i'm not suggesting that this was the case for all people but it's certainly in contrast to what sujay described it feels like where he lives more people stay with their families and don't have that same wish to move away it's individual to individuals i personally love my family i'm a family person i have a daughter so i like to stay with my family my parents are taking care of my wife and my daughter when i'm traveling for business i'm whenever i'm in office or something like that so i personally believe it's a great arrangement the family and the systems of india the culture but i at the same time my co-founder he stays on his own he doesn't stay with his family he has grown up pretty much uh, on his own all his life so there are benefits to that as well so there is no sudden answer to that it is i just feel that there is a flexibility in indian culture that you can stay with your family and it's not a very uncommon thing like hey if the person is staying with the family there is something wrong so that's not the case in india which is what i would be thankful for and uh, there are some things which are good with this kind of system and some things are bad it's not just a positive thing so for us we stay in the same home but 
we stay in different rooms so everyone has their own private area uh, we cook together we eat together but you still have some freedom to do things on your own so if you're able to balance it and manage it it turns out really good but i have seen some families who are staying together but but they are not happy so it's again case to case it seems like there is a growing awareness in the workplace that mental health is a crucial component of a productive and happy workforce more and more companies are putting procedures in place to deal with situations that might crop up i wanted to know what sujay does at his company to assist people with their mental health uh more than policies and procedures i believe health and especially mental health is kind of emotional you just got to understand your employees really well develop a bond with them communicate really well understand what they are going through what they feel respect their ideas and respect their space so we have hr structure we have hr who takes care of like you know all the legal aspects and other procedural aspects but i personally try to develop a bond with my team members i try to understand their families their different needs sometimes people like you know travel or come to different cities for work so I try to like you know help them in any way as possible so that's on the bond level when they start working with us we like you know try to treat all the team members as we would like to be treated that's the like kind of our value at brainstorm we do not stress or we do not pressure we do not take deadlines too seriously we believe that quality of life is important than other things that you worry about so i always give an example to my team members that like what we produce uh, if power goes out nothing is going to matter at all so what you code your websites are not even visible when there is no power so your life is more important than uh, your work so we try to prioritize our life we try to have a really good time internally at brainstorm we go on tours together we take trips together we go on hiking together a lot of fun weekends we do a lot of get together where we invite each other's family for dinners and lunches so that's how we try to develop bonds between our people and uh, so that they stick with us longer as well because if they feel connected to us if they feel they are respected here and accepted here they stay with us longer so there is a little bit of selfish interest uh, as well it sounds like sujay regards his company a bit like it's a part of his family is that the case yep we do we do so uh, we call bsf family bsf is acronym like you know silly acronym for brainstorm force so we uh, always call it bsf family we try to uh, like you know remain as a family and uh, treat each team member of ours as a family i think uh, western world is uh, private they like to be respected their privacy whereas that is not a huge case in india people are not very private they like to connect and privacy is not a huge thing in india so i think there are a bit of cultural differences which is what it is privacy by privacy i don't mean online privacy it's just you know personal privacy people wouldn't feel offended if someone comes and like you know ask you certain things about uh, your personal life so uh, whereas you have to be from my experience you have to be a little bit different when you're interacting in the western world uh there are many things that are different in western world and in india for example eating we like to eat with hands whereas in western world it's not common at all i have to be little different when i'm in the western world 
so there is a little bit of thinking in uh, most of the things you do you live in uk but i uh, had recently hired a car in germany where you know driving sides are totally opposite in india we drive from the right side but yeah so so many things are different the way i mean the walking sides the signs and uh, eating style and culture so there are so many differences so times have been good the company has grown and is thriving and underpinning all of that is WordPress. I asked Sujay if he was feeling positive about the next 10 years working with WordPress. WordPress is the only, I mean, uh, like I said, I have... I have been in a Joomla ecosystem. I have been in a Microsoft ecosystem because uh, we were not a WordPress company in the beginning. I have been into many different like, you know, places. But WordPress is the community that is very open, very warm. You can like speak to anyone. You can connect to anyone. So, for example, if you'd like to tweet to Matt Wollenweg, he might reply as well, which is not the case with other communities. So, yeah, I... I absolutely enjoy being in the WordPress community. I feel proud to be a part of this community and I see my foreseeable future in the WordPress community. One of the purposes of the Press Forward podcast is to lift the lid on topics that don't get talked about often enough to allow people to share their stories so that other people might listen, and by listening they may gain an understanding that they're not alone. There are other people out there who have faced the same situations that you are facing. They have found a way through and can offer support to you on your journey. Maybe that person is already in your life, but they might not be. And that's what WPNOP is here for, to connect you with the support that you need. So. If you're able to, please help us so that we can continue to support the WordPress community. Donate at wpnop.org forward slash donate. The Press Forward podcast is brought to you today by Green Geeks. Green Geeks offers a specially engineered platform that gives WordPress users web hosting that is designed to be the fastest, most secure and scalable hosting available in multiple data centers. Their WordPress hosting makes deploying and managing WordPress websites easy with automatic one-click install, managed updates, real-time security protection, SSD RAID 10 storage arrays, power cacher and expert help 24-7 to make for the best web hosting experience. And we thank Green Geeks for their support of the Press Forward podcast. That's it for this week. Please let us know if you're enjoying the podcast, if you're finding it useful and helpful. You can reach out to us at wpnop.org forward slash contact. And there's a serious point to all of this. And that is that WPNOP is here to provide help and support. That help is available for you or the people that you know and can be easily accessed at the WPNOP.org website. Please spread the word about this new podcast. Tell your friends and subscribe on your favourite podcast player. And remember that together we can hashtag press forward. <laughs>